Reb Naftali of uh, Rupshitz was one of the greatest and most fascinating tzaddikim of Hasidus, one of the most amazing people. And um, there's so much to say about him. We'll try to touch on a little bit. A fascinating uh, personality. He was really at the crossroads of Hasidus. He got to see the big tzaddikim of the, the early tzaddikim of Hasidus as he, when he was young. And by the time he was Nifter, when he was 67 years old, Hasidus was already a widespread movement. He was really at the, the crossroads between Hasidus being a minor, small movement to becoming the, the uh, massive movement that it became during his time. When he was young, he saw the Barditchever, he saw um, the Zlachever Magid, but his main Rebbe was the Naim Melech, as is, is pretty well known. He came to the Naim Melech quite young, and being that he came from a very, very impressive and chashiv rabbinical background, the Naim Melech tried pushing him away. He said, we don't need Yachsonim here. We don't need people who come from distinguished lineage. That's not what impresses us in Lezhensk. We need people who are real. And if you're coming to me with Yichas, then I don't need your Yichas. And uh, the Rapshitzer, who very much wanted to uh, come and hear and come close to the Naim Melech, to the Rebbe of Melech, he started crying. And with tremendous crying, he said, Why am I guilty that I'm a Yachsen? I want to come just like everyone else wants to come. And it happens to be that I have Yichas. Why is that held against me? And finally, the Naim Melech saw that he was sincere, so he took him in. He was also a tremendous Talmud Chacham. He was a a gain, very wise. His uncle was Rabbi Shulam Igra, the Preshberger Rav, one of the biggest uh, Talmud Chacham of his generation. And Rabbi Naftali of Rapshitz uh, learned by his uncle. He became a Rav in Rapshitz. He was the Rav there, he was not a Rebbe. He later became the Rav in Linsk, where his father was the Rav, following his father's passing. And Rapshitz didn't want to give him up, so he actually was the Rav in both places for a period of time. He was one of the first Rebbes that, that moved away from the somewhat radicalism of the early Hasidus, and noticing that Hasidus was becoming mainstream, he gave it a conservative shift. He gave it a, 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 you know, a fighting against the new modern times, and being more makbed on halacha, he said his mission is to bring Hasidus back to the Shulchan Aruch, the Hasidus of the Baal Shem Tev back to the Shulchan Aruch, his primary Talmud was the Devar Chaim of Tzanz, and uh, he followed that way. The, mainly, most of the Galicia Hasidus came from the Rapshitzer, either through him and his children, or through the Devar Chaim of Tzanz. In fact, he sent Reb Chaim, the Devar Chaim of Tzanz, to Tzanz. In Polish, the name of the town of Tzanz is Novi Satz, with an S, and not a Tzadi. In Yiddish, it's with a Tzadi, and that Allegedly, so so says the uh, Hasidic tradition, comes from Rabbi Naftali of Rapshitz. He said, it's called Novi Satz. If we send a tzaddik there, then a tzaddik will be added to the name and it will be Tzanz. And he sends the Devar Chaim to become the Rav and Tzanz. Uh, the Avoid of the Rapshitzer was through Nigunim. It was a very happy Chatzer. It was very exciting. There are a lot of beautiful nigun, Nigunim that came from Rapshitz, from Melitz, from all the descendants of of Rapshitz, most of the Galicia Hasidus, like we said, 
after the Naimali Melech's passing, he moves over to the Chayzen, becomes one of the primary Talmidim of the Chayzen, one of the closest people in the Chatzar of the Chayzen. And there are very, a few famous stories of, of sharp retorts that Rabbi Naftali of Rapshitz had to the Chayzen because he was the Pikeach of the Chabura. He was known as the wise one, the, the genius, the one who had the best one-liners. And one time the Chayzen of Lublin says to his close Talmud, or Naftali of Rabshitz, he says, Naftali, it says in the Pasuk, Tomim tiye, Hashem aleikecha, not Chacham tiye. It says, be Tomim, be simple with Hashem. Don't be such a Chacham all the time. And Naftali of Rabshitz says, in order to be a Tomim, you have to have a lot of Chachma. In order to be able to become a real Tomim, you have to have loads of Chachma. He was not only by the Chayzeh, he went to the Kajnatzer Magid, or Mendel of Riminov, the other great Talmidim of the Naimali Melech who, was, who were in the area. And in that context, it's interesting to note that amongst all the Rebbes of Poland, he was the only one who was, um, who wanted, who was rooting against Napoleon, who wanted Napoleon to lose the war when he invaded Russia, uh, the March on Russia in 1812. Most of the big tzaddikim of his time famously saw it as Messianic times as Hevli Mashiach, as Goygu Magoy, and the Rebbes of Poland, especially Mendel of Rimenov, but other ones also, they wanted Napoleon to win. And the Alta Rebbe in Liazhne, far away, the Balatanya, he wanted Napoleon to lose. He was rooting for the Tsar. It's a whole other story in itself. Really, a whole long, lengthy story in itself. And uh, Renaftali of Rapschitz was actually the only one in Poland who opposed Napoleon, and he tried to convince the Kajnitzer Magid to go against Napoleon. And they were going to do a lot with their tefillahs, especially the Rosh Hashanah um, of that year. And the tzaddikim of that dar decided that whoever blows Shoefer first is going to be the one to decide who's going to win, either Napoleon or the Tsar. And the Alter Rebbe, who was a person of halacha, he wrote the Shulchan Aruch Haram, he decided that he's allowed to blow the Shoefer before Shachris, it's a mitzvah of Shaifer. As soon as it's uh, Vasikin, you're allowed to blow Shaifer. So he got up in the morning and he blew Shaifer. So he blew Shaifer first. But Mendel Vriminov in Galicia, he had a whole long hachonez and the mikveh and the davening and Shachris. By the time he was up to Kiyah Shaifer, he was after the Alter Rebbe and he sensed that his blowing the Shaifer is too late, and Napoleon is not going to win, and the Tsar will win, because the Alter Rebbe beat him. And he said, the Litvak Hotegivunin, the Litvak won. The Litvak in those days meant someone who lived in the country of Lithuania. It did not mean a religious affiliation. See, he did not mean the Misnagdim. He meant the big Hasidic Rebbe of Lita, meaning the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya. But that was, Raftali of Rapschitz was actually on that side also. After what was known as the year of Eretz Rasha, the year of 1815, when the three great Rebbes of Poland, the Chayz of Lublin, the Kajnitzer Magid, and the Remendel of Rimenov passed away. So Rabbi Naftali of Rapschitz, in addition to becoming a Rav, he became a Rebbe. That's when many Hasidim started coming to him. He was, like we said, brilliant, a Chacham. On his Matseva, it says, he's a Yachid B'dayrei B'chachma Selikim, and I always pointed that out to groups. When we go, look at how many matzevas in the world can you see something so incredible like that, something that they're going to engrave on the matzevas, something that they testify is something that was well known and true. He was a yachid b'doyrei b'chokhmas elikim. He struggled with his, in his time with the 
mainstreaming Hasidus. There was the revolutionary stage of Hasidus when Hasidus was a new movement. And now Hasidus is mainstream. Now all the Kehilas in Galicia are, Hasid, are already completely Hasidish. And they follow Hasidus. So Rav Taliyev Rapshitz was, he said, someone who understood his times, he said, he said, we have to understand how to apply the Baal Shem Tov's Hasidus. How do we apply that to the times where it's no longer in its revolutionary stage when it's the mainstream? And it's a different Avaida. When you're a revolution, it's one way. And when it's mainstream, it's another way. And that's what's incumbent upon us in our generation. So one of his things was to say how we should become more Rabbanim and not Rebbes. Because now the establishment is, Hasid, is Hasidish already. So the Chatzar of Rebbes, we should actually, instead of focusing on the Chatzar of Rebbes, we should focus on becoming Rabbanim of communities, rabbis of communities. And he himself lived that way. He had, he had in his tzavah, in his will, that his children and grandchildren should become rabbis of communities, not just rabbis, they should become poiskim and leaders of their communities, and on the side they could also be rabbis. The same thing with his prized student, the Devrei Chaim, and his children and grandchildren. They became rabbis in communities around Galicia. He made even a very controversial statement. He, he said, we've destroyed Tevilas Ezra. The Tevilas Ezra of doing a special Tevila when a person becomes Tameh, and to bring him to an extra state of Tyra, that he should go and be Tevil in the mikveh. He said, we go every day, because that's what Hasidus is. So we, we kind of uh, lost the idea of Tevilas Ezra. Of course, he wasn't opposed to going to the mikveh every day, but he wanted to bring out a point about how there's a certain struggle in Avedis Hasidus when it becomes mainstream. How do we prevent it from losing its flavor, from losing its fervor? And that was the, an example that he brought out with Tvilas Ezra. He, he said, let's bring Hasidus back to the Shulchan Aruch. Let's, let's, uh, let's do the Avaida, let's have the Nigun, let's have the Simcha, let's have the excitement, but we're mainstream now, we're not a revolution anymore. And he therefore became the leader of Galicia Hasidus, he, with his Ga'inus, with his wisdom, with his leadership. And uh, when he passed away in Lansut, on Yud Aleph Iyar um, of 1827, he became uh, um, recognized but through his descendants, through his Talmidim, as one of the heads of Galicia Hasidus, and, um, and we should all learn from his ways.